Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about Easter break and uh, I'm going to answer a question that I've received on house bidding, so bidding on houses. So first of all, I hope everybody had a fantastic bank holiday weekend. I hope everybody had a chance to uh, unwind, relax and switch off. Um, I know I did. Um, I very rarely um, take time off. I'm usually trying to utilize my time the best as I can to get things done and get things um, adjusted. So whether that's in, in business or um, in fitness or um, family, uh, things like that. My finances, you know, I'm always busy doing something, tinkering away at something. Um, but actually this long weekend, I've completely switched off from everything work related, which has been fantastic. It's the first time I've done that since uh, Christmas, probably. Um, so the first time in the first and second quarter, um, this year. Um, so I had a, I had a really nice quiet weekend, just had some time to switch off, re-energize, which was really nice. So last week, last, um, last Thursday evening, I think it was, I went out for, um, a nine mile run. So we did just over nine and a, nine and a half miles, I think it was. Um, which again is my longest run. As you know, we're starting to up the mileage now. So it's only a couple of weeks until, uh, my half marathon. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that and um, I'm, I'm definitely feeling confident about that. So uh, fingers crossed, like I say, I keep you up to date with that. I'm planning on doing um, this week uh, up to a 10 and a half mile run um, and then the following week do another 10 and a half, 11 mile run and then that'll be it before the actual half marathon. So um, fingers crossed that'll be enough to uh, get me across the finishing line and in a fairly good time. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, this weekend, like I said, I switched off a lot. Um, so I spent, um, some time with my family. Uh, my mum and dad were over visiting. So that was fantastic. Spent some time with them. Um, so I had a barbecue over at my brother's house. So that was really good. Um, I even managed to get two rounds of golf in. So that was really exciting. That was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Although you might not have realized I was having fun if you'd have been following me and seeing me zigzag across the, uh, across the golf course, both games. Um, but that was really, really good. Um, I, by the way, I call that value for money from the golf course. So I take more time because I'm zigzagging across the golf course as opposed to going straight to the green. Um, so, uh, but that's really fun. You know, I had, a, I had a great time doing that. We had, um, we played in two new golf courses that I hadn't played on before. Um, so that was a really good experience and allowed me to, um, to just switch off and unwind, which is really nice. And I'm actually feeling, um, really energized. I watched, um, I watched three or four hours of, um, television yesterday, um, which I very rarely do. So I'm recording this, by the way, it's Easter Monday. Um, so it's late Monday evening, something like 9.30, just gone. Um, it's got to be later than that now, 9.45. So this is the second time, by the way, that I've recorded the podcast. Um, the first time, uh, so this is my biggest lesson so far. I've always been worried about recording the podcast without putting, uh, about not putting the, um, SD card into the recorder and just trying to record without an actual card in there. Cause, um, every time I record an episode, I have to take the card out of the recorder, put it into like a, a USB stick adapter that I have to go into my laptop and then upload it to the laptop ready to send it off to the team for editing. Um, so I'm always nervous about starting the podcast without an SD card in the recorder. So I'm always double checking that. So, um, that's not what I did. Thank, thankfully, that's not what I did wrong. Um, I managed to put the card in, managed to start the recorder in, checked that it had started as I normally do. Everything was good. It was only when I got to the end, um, or thought I'd got to the end of the podcast 
um, that I went to stop the recording and, and there was a little error message on the, on the recorder saying the memory card was full. Um, so I had forgotten the last few times I've recorded, although I've got quite a big memory card, so I must have not done it for quite some time, um, to delete the files on there once I've uploaded it and sent it off to the team. Um, so that was my mistake. So, um, uh, lesson learnt there. Like I said, I, not been in work mode this week, uh, this weekend. So this long weekend. So, um, getting back into it now, um, which is good. So hopefully this one turns out okay. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to talk about switching off for, for the Easter break, which I've talked about kind of what I've done over the weekend, but I think it's important to take the time to relax and switch off sometimes because I know, um, you know, you, you can easily burn yourself out. And I know certainly if I go weeks and weeks and weeks without kind of having a day switched off, um, I'm going to kind of my, my productivity drops because my, my kind of mind's all over the place. Um, I'm, I'm terrible for kind of switching activities and switching tasks. Um, I try and keep as focused as I can and, um, I'm not a completer finisher. So, so I always try. It takes a lot of effort for me to kind of start something and finish it before starting something else. So I try, try and do that. And that takes a lot of my energy and a lot of, um, a lot of time for me to do that. So a lot of my focus goes on that. Um, so I, you know, I, I'm always thinking of new things. So even as I'm, as I do the podcast, as I'm talking now, I kind of had have a piece of paper and a pen next to me. And, and even now, I occasionally, as I'm talking, I think of something that I need to do during the week. I think, oh, I need to go and update my website for that, or um, I need to go and talk to the estate agent, or whatever it is. I'll make a note of it so I don't forget to do it again later on, because my mind's always kind of all over the place in terms of um, it, it, I struggle sticking with one task um the task at hand and and focusing on that so um i like to focus on several different things that's why um you know normally if i'm reading reading a book i'm normally reading three different books at the same time which really uh confuses some people they're like how how do you manage to keep track of where three different books are um so i usually read in two different um non-fiction books you know kind of um um books that i can learn from and then one fiction book at the same time um, and that's so that I can switch between them so that, um, I don't have to focus too long on one topic. I can, I can read a few, pa- uh, you know, a few chapters of that, um, and then switch over if I need to, you know, I won't switch and read, um, a few chapters and then, um, one, ch- a couple of chapters of the next book and then a couple of chapters back in the first one. I kind of each day I'll rotate around rather than, um, every half an hour, say, or, or whatever. Um, so I only read one of those books, um, a day and then usually a few pages of my fiction book before before I go to bed to kind of switch off before I go to bed to give me that just a five minutes ten minutes of downtime before I go to sleep um I try I know that you're not supposed to have um screen time for at least half an hour preferably an hour before before bed I usually do about 10-15 minutes so like I said I try and get in 10 minutes of reading um before I go to sleep and then I do 10-15 minutes of meditating so I do tend to get about 20-25 minutes in in total, which isn't too bad. I do tend to do 20 minutes of stretching and um, foam rollering and exercise before I go to bed as well. But um, I usually, I'm usually watching um, kind of um, YouTube videos, um, you know, um, from um, the people I follow, whether to le- you know learning ones rather than um, um, kind of just killing the time videos on YouTube. But I usually have a few specific videos that I want to watch of an evening um, to learn from. So I'll watch those whilst I'm um exercising you know while i'm foam rolling my legs and, and working the um, tightness of my muscles out after whatever exercise or even if i'm not doing any exercise i tend to do it as well 
um, because it just gives me a nice relaxation before I get in bed of an evening. Um, so yeah, so I think it's important to have that that real downtime and that that ability to just switch off occasionally. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm guilty of not, probably not doing it quite often enough. Um, and I know that it, like I say, it affects my productivity. So hopefully you guys um, have had that time to rest and relax. Um, this weekend just gone as well. And uh, like I said, by the time you hear this, it'll be Thursday or, or later. So hopefully last weekend. Um, you had some great time to switch off and and just spend some time with family, friends, um, get out there and do, you know, if you uh, hopefully you've done some exercise and done some physical activity and, and had just had a good time and allowed your mind that ability to switch off. I know I'm certainly I'm I was I was amazed earlier on. I was playing golf um, this afternoon. Well, I started this morning, finished this afternoon um, and I come back and uh, I went out to walk the dog. Uh, so once I got home, I went out to walk snow, went to the park, and I thought, oh, actually, I, c- I feel like I could be doing with a run. Um, so um, um, I was feeling super, super energized. Um, I kept feeling like, oh, I could got, I've got the energy to go for a run. And I had to really kind of have a word with myself and say, no, I'm not going to run today. Um, it's still my time off. I'm still my dying time. We'll run tomorrow. Um, definitely run tomorrow, Get get a few miles in. Um, so that'd be good. Um, but it's kind of setting yourself just that time to relax and not push yourself as hard as you normally would. So that's been fantastic for me. Hopefully you've achieved that. If you didn't, if you worked all bank holiday weekend, um, hopefully you've got some really good stuff achieved. Have some downtime this weekend. Don't burn yourself out. Make sure you look after yourself. Um, whether that's just taking a couple of hours to go and, and sit by a lake with a book or take take the dog out or cat or hamster, whatever pet you have, take them out, um, get some fresh air um, and, and allow yourself that time to relax. So hopefully that hopefully that's uh, that's all right. Uh, so the next thing I wanted to talk about. So the, uh, the oh, before I get on to that, actually, in the last episode of the podcast, uh, I think I made a um, a snafu. I think I said um i was talking about obviously last episode we were talking about uh, tenants finding tenants and and how to find tenants to fill your property so hopefully that was really helpful but i think i made a little bit of a snafu in what i said so i was talking about in one part about um website uh, using your website and using other websites and using um uh your website and making sure it was up to date and i think what i was going to say or what i should have said was make sure it is seo optimized so search engine optimization make sure you've kind of used all the best knowledge that you can to make your website as seo friendly as possible um i think i said ceo by accident i got into the swing of things and um uh you know ceo is a completely different thing so um uh, so chief executive officer is what CEO stands for. So obviously I uh, messed that up, but um, just wanted to correct that because a couple of people pointed that out to me. I hadn't realized I'd said it. Um, so hopefully that fixes that. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, so the only other thing I wanted to talk about next, really, this was going to be a short episode because I'm not back into uh, fully back into the swing of things yet, but but here we are. Nonetheless, we're trying to get, get it in regardless um, so I had a conversation at the back end of last week um, with a friend and he was talking about he'd put in an offer on a property. So he was uh, putting a he'd bid for a property and um, he'd, he'd had his first offer rejected. He'd put in a second offer 
Um, that was also rejected and he put in a third offer and that had also been rejected. But the problem was for him that the third offer was his, what he'd calculated as his, um, highest offer. So his highest price that he was uh, willing to go to. And he asked me, you know, would you go over the highest price that you'd calculated that you could go for? And, and to me, it was kind of an obvious answer. No, no, don't go over. Don't go over um, your highest price. Um, hopefully, you've not come up with that highest figure, um, that highest uh, uh, affordability number that you've come up with. Hopefully, you've not just come up with that out of thin air. Hopefully, you've put some thought into into that. Usually, um, there are two different ways to come up with that kind of high, high number, um, your highest number. Um, the, the first one is kind of in terms of what finances you have available to you. Um, so usually if you're buying a personal property, um, so if you're just buying a house to, you know, move into and live in yourself or, you know, for your family or whatever, um, usually that's based on affordability. So, um, you'd kind of see how much cash you have liquid and available to you at any given point, um, how much you can borrow. Um, the total of those two sums is usually the, the highest bid that you can go to. So that's that one. Um, the second one is usually based on um, uh, profitability. So if it's a business property, you know, if it's going into your um, uh, property entrepreneur portfolio, um, you know, is it, that that number is usually calculated by how long it's going to take you to make a profit and return the uh, money that you've invested into it. So usually it's one or two ways. There are some other ways as well, but those are the two main ways. Um, so like I said, hopefully you've put some thought into that number and you've got to it because it's one of those two, um, two methods. Now, I, I, I'd always err on the side of caution. I'm, I'm more of a, um, so most people think I'm quite a risk. Um, uh, I, you know, I like a bit of risk and I, I will take risk, which I do. Um, but I like ca- calculated risk. I don't take, um, uncalculated risks. I won't go into something if I don't know the angles. If I kind of know, if I kind of know the risks and I've been able to kind of weigh up the impact of those and I'm really comfortable um, with kind of managing those risks. But what I don't like is kind of going in and not knowing the risk. So I certainly wouldn't be offering um, above my um, highest um, calculation, you know, my highest affordability number, if we call it that. Um, if I didn't know what those risks were, if I kind of didn't have in the back of my head what the impact of that number was going to be. Um, so if I was buying a personal property, um, so again, for a property for myself to move into or uh, for a family member to move into, something like that, you know, if if I found the perfect property, you know, if it ticked every one of my cr- criteria for what I wanted from a house personally, um then I maybe go above that highest number that I'd figured on, um, but I understand what I need to do to manage that risk. So would would it be because I couldn't afford a higher mortgage? Would it be because my mortgage rate would have in, increased if I go above a certain number? You know, have that in the back of your mind. Why? Why? What that impact is um, to accepting that risk to go in above that number? And if it's an investment property, um, I certainly wouldn't go above, uh, again, this is my own view, so you need to make your own decision, but I personally would not go above my highest figure. And in that instance, it's either because it's going to take me too long to recoup the investment money that I've put into it. It's going to take me too long to break, uh, break even and into profit on a property. Um, you know, 
those are the things you've kind of got to weigh up, got to weigh up and understand the risk about it because the the downside of the risk is if you over you know if you bid too high your offer's accepted you buy the house you know a couple of months down the line you're going to find yourself in a position where you can no longer afford the mortgage you're really struggling with it it's going to impact on other things and um, you know and sometimes that's fine like i said if you know that risk and you've kind of managed that risk so you kind of say right it's going to cost me 10 grand more than i think it was that's going to put my mortgage up by x percent a month so that's going to cost me x number of pounds a month um which means i can't um i can't now go to the gym i can't now um, have a coffee every day from starbucks or costa or whatever your own personal poison is um you know as long as you've kind of weighed up the impact and you can manage it for however long you think you'll need to manage it that's fine that's that's understandable and i could i could kind of see why you do that and that's you know i i might even do that if I think it's worth that and uh, that little bit of pain up front. Um, however, I certainly wouldn't be uh, over uh, extending myself in terms of, or I don't know how I'm going to manage that in terms of, okay, so it's going to cost me an extra £150 a month on the mortgage. Um, I don't know where that £150 is going to come from each month. Um, that's a really negative place to be in and you can get yourself into some real trouble um, by doing that so I certainly wouldn't be doing that so the answer like many uh, answers to the questions that um, uh, I'm asked is it depends um, I think um, uh, Kevin McDonald uh, coined that phrase in terms of uh, property uh, investment um, answers I think, I think it's really good and I think it's really true and it really works and really appropriate in this case um, is the answer is it depends um, I, I certainly wouldn't go above what I could know that I could afford comfortably um, without understanding the risk um, if it was a personal if it was a personal house rather than an investment property um, you know I'd be a bit more willing to go I'd be more willing to go on the profit a bit, uh, on the um, affordability scale so I'd look well, the property is probably not as worth, I don't think it's worth as much as I'm going to pay for it, but it's the perfect property. So I take a little bit of pain on that. And as long as I could afford it, then I'd still go above what I thought it, it was actually worth if it was the perfect property for me. Um, but I certainly wouldn't be paying over the odds for, for an investment property if I didn't think I understood the whole risks and I had a plan to manage those risks. So hopefully that's helped you as well. Um, I'll try and find out how, whether um, what happened with the property whether he went back and um, increased his offer or not and let you guys know if any of you have been in a similar set um, similar situation let me know and um, drop me a message on facebook and and um, we can see if we can talk about it on another episode of the podcast in the future because i think it's useful if we can all learn from each other's experiences so whether it was a positive experience or a negative experience i think it's quite useful so if you've been in a similar situation where you've um, had to pay slightly more than you wanted to um, and whether that's kind of got you into financial difficulties or whether you've still made it work and you've found um, innovative ways maybe to make that work let me know and we try and talk talk on the podcast about that in the future maybe to help everybody else out um, so yeah hopefully that's worked hopefully you've um, um, had last weekend to switch off relax and uh, and recharge yourself hopefully you're back into the swing of things now hopefully on thursday i will be back into the swing of, swing of things as well um and hopefully um i will see you right here back at the same time next week for another episode of the property entrepreneur podcast thank you very much <laughs>